As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm your host, Cody Schultz, and today I'm joined by a frequent friend of the podcast, Netflix Life editor and CW Spiral co-host, Reed Gowdens. Reed, welcome back. Thank you for having me again. I'm very, it's been a bit, we had a, a little bit of a pause there in the beginning of the year, but I'm excited to dive into everything that's coming in February, which there's, I think, one title in particular that I'm very excited about, which probably is no surprise. Um, What could it be? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know for those who aren't, I'm I'm even rocking the brand shirt, making it very obvious what my top pick for the month is going to be. Uh, But before we get into the February releases, um, I wanted to give a shout out to the Save Warrior Nun fan campaign. Um, As we speak today, even they've managed to get Netflix reverse your decision trending on Twitter. Uh, This fandom is just like working the hustle to try to save that show. Uh, We've seen them purchase a billboard in front of the Netflix office. 7 million tweets sent in the first month after the show was canceled last December. They just continue to make waves. I don't know if the fan efforts will work, but these fans are making their voices heard and I love that dedication. Yeah, it's it's refreshing to see in this really crazy television um, state right now. It's nothing is guaranteed, but it's nice to see a fandom finally standing up and saying, we've had enough we want it back this is ridiculous and like you said it we don't know how it's gonna go but at least they're making their voices heard and you have to you know you have to give them give them that not backing down and fighting for the show it's pretty cool yeah i mean and it's worked in the past i mean we don't know it's there's been a lot of save my show campaigns of course and they don't always work but we've seen it happen manifest lucifer uh, i feel like the expanse was one that got saved by amazon after it was canceled there's even been some like smaller ones that didn't necessarily have like big campaigns like designated survivor got a third season at netflix after abc canceled it so there's definitely that hope and i feel like they're doing what fans you know in this predicament need to do which is you know make their voices heard and fight for the show so fingers crossed that you know if it's not netflix some other studio might hear uh hear those voices and just pick up the show and save it for another season i think it'd be interesting to see because we don't we see Netflix saving shows, but it's been rare that we've seen like Netflix shows saved by another outlet. 
Yeah, that'd be interesting, even for like a movie or something. Yeah, because the only one that comes to my mind is One Day at a Time, which I think was saved yeah. by Pop TV, but then it only lasted one season after. And I know there was like a weird wait period because of the Netflix contract. They had to wait like 180 days or something like that before they could, or even longer. I can't remember what it was, but something weird. But Netflix makes it more difficult to save their shows than they do to save other shows. Um, but I think it's just exciting, to, like you said, to see the fan passion. And there's so much uncertainty going on right now with the world of TV. And just to see these fans rally, I think it's exciting. So fingers crossed, keep going, keep doing what you're doing, save Warrior and Unfans. And we we hope it all works out for you in the end. Um, and with that, I'm excited to get into the, the February releases. So before we break down our must-see titles of the month, let's go ahead and take a quick look at every Netflix show and movie coming in February 2023. We have A Girl and an Astronaut, Dear David, Free Ridge, Gangland Season 2, Love is Blind After the Altar Season 3, Outer Bank Season 3, Perfect Match Season 1, Remember, Red Rose, Squared Love All Over Again, The Great British Baking Show The Professional Season 6, The Strays, the Upshaws Part 3, Too Hot to Handle Germany, Trip Titch, True Spirit, We Have a Ghost, You Season 4 Part 1, and Your Place or Mine. Now, as a reminder, these are just the Netflix shows and movies coming in February. There are also a lot of great comedy specials, documentaries, Netflix family editions, and acquired titles coming as well. Reed, before we dive into our, our big shows, um, do you want to break down the six must-see shows and movies of February 2023? Let's do it. First up, we have Love is Blind After the Altar Season 3, Outer Banks Season 3, Perfect Match Season 1, We Have a Ghost, You Season 4 Part 1, and Your Place or Mine. All right, now I'm trying to figure out where we should start first. I guess we should just start with the elephant in the room, which is the show I'm definitely most excited about coming back. That's Outer Banks Season 3, which releases February 23rd. That is a Thursday, which is going to be a first for the show. We've seen it usually release on Friday, so interesting to see them testing the Thursday release with this one uh, but I feel like that's something they're doing more and more often with some of their bigger shows is like testing different days of the week to see if it hits yeah it's going to be a, a a bit different for fans uh, hopefully it, it pays off getting it in a day early that week maybe it'll have a bigger debut on the uh, the weekend like uh, opening maybe more hours watched I don't know but I, Sooner than later is better to me. So whatever, give it to me as <laughs> give it to me on Monday. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I think I'm most excited too because we're starting to see them like with another release we'll talk about here in a bit, releasing seasons and parts more frequently. So I'm kind of glad that this one's coming all at once. We're getting all ten episodes on February 23rd. It is going to be interesting to see how that translates like fans viewing it because of course that'll be dropping on a Thursday. So it's like how quickly will people start binging the season? Um, I'm just really excited to see where this season goes. We know, of course, when we last left last left the Pogues, they'd kind of been um, marooned on this island, which has now been dubbed Poguelandia, um, which just is the perfect name. If they hadn't named it, you know, that I probably would have rioted. But <laughs> um, and then we've got some big reveals coming. We know John B's dad's back and he's going to be in the fold this season. And I'm intrigued to see how he's going to come into play and Parents on this show don't have a good track record, so I don't have high hopes for right. liking him. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to, yeah, it'll be a different season, but I'm excited. It's been so long, it feels like, since the last season, and it's weird getting it in February, but just to be reunited with these characters in this world, 
will be an amazing treat for the first half of the year. And yeah, I don't, I don't have high hopes for Big John. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be very, I don't know, toxic is my, <laughs> is my prediction. I think, I think it's because John B's built him up and like hyped him up into like some big like figure. And I feel like it's going to be a letdown from like what his expectations were and like what he remembers. I could be wrong, but like I said, parents on the show don't have the best track record. So maybe he'll be the exception, but I, I very, very much doubt that. But I think what's going to be interesting with this season is a, the pacing and seeing like what's going to be the main, you know, aside from them getting off the Island and that, we've seen like new treasures kind of added into the mix as the season's gone by. So like what's going to come into play this season and also just seeing how the season's going to end because we've heard, you know, I think it was Madeline Klein who gave an interview saying that filming the season three finale was like her hardest, some of the hardest scenes she's filmed for the show. So I'm like, what could that mean in terms of like characters? Does that mean something big's going to happen? Or are we going to have like a big character death in the end? I'm really, really intrigued by what those comments were hinting at. Yeah, I can't wait to see that because, I mean, the show has done so many huge things. They've been in storms on boats. They've blown up boats. They've <laughs> chased each other around a big boat. They've, you know, they've been through it all. So I'm sure season three is just going to get bigger and better and like <laughs> put these characters in more really dangerous situations. But hopefully they total fewer cars in season three. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm I'm trying to think like what else can the Twinkie endure this season because that car's been through the ringer. I I mean you say it, but they can find a way. <laughs> yeah. It's also I think it's hard with this one because I love the show so much, but it also as like we start getting up in the seasons, like I start to wonder what the end game will be for this show and like how many more seasons we could be looking at beyond season three. I feel like there's definitely no way it's gonna end with this season. It's just a matter of like, will we see season four be a final season? Could it go to season five? I think that's where it's going to be interesting just to see like what their their end game is starting to come into play. I kind of want five seasons. I feel like five is a good know. number. Yeah, four seems like it's too too few. Three, I don't even want to consider this being the end. <laughs> <laughs> five seems like a good number, although like it depends on. It feels like they might need a new more villains because I don't know how far they can get along with Ward being like the main like foil to them and Rafe. Um, maybe that'll be Big John. Maybe Big John will turn into a villain. Who knows? Um, but I guess we'll see how much gas Outer Banks has in its tank by the time season three premieres and ends. Yeah, I definitely, there's no way this can be the last season. Also, I just feel like that'd be such a, like a shocking twist if it did. I feel like this has got, it's one of those shows that's got so much fanfare behind it and it's been yeah. big for Netflix that, I'd be shocked if this one didn't at least get a final season. Yeah, they made it this far. They're not going to cancel it out of nowhere. Yeah, if they do, I'll be launching following the footsteps of the Save Warrior and Unfans. And oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting those billboards and those petitions <laughs> and the yeah, yeah. Netflix send, will be sleeping. send Twinkies to uh, Netflix headquarters. <laughs> yeah, see, we already got the plan in place for that one, but. Um, Speaking of another one that I'm excited to see and I feel like is nearing its end game too is, is you season four part one comes in February, which this is the first for this show. We've never seen the season split into two parts and they're doing it five and five. Luckily, there's not going to be a big gap because the second part will come in March. But I'm very interested to see how they're going to use this split season like thing. Like, is this like a test to see, oh, people 
it's just I question the 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 decision there because use is such a good binge show that it's one that once you get started it's easy just to binge through all 10 episodes and the story builds in a way that sometimes it doesn't necessarily have that organic mid-season break to have like a big cliffhanger I don't watch you anymore because I was morally opposed to the season one finale <laughs> but from an outsider's perspective the split is a, a curious development I wonder if they were like it worked for Stranger Things and that was a longer wait in between it was like two months I want to say right mm-hmm. or less than two months I don't know yeah but to test it again for another hit show um, and it's not the final season as far as we know um, you know I I don't have any particular feelings about it but it is it's curious why they decided to do it with the I'm I guess I'm most interested to see if there's a, a marked difference between part one and part two if they are like intended to be two halves or if they were just like we're going to try to keep these people subscribed for as long as we can <laughs> I feel like it's the former of the two um because I don't see them doing I feel like the struggle with the show would be like to burn through too many story like too much story in one season if they did that kind of thing um and it's interesting to me because we don't know like the full synopsis for the parts yet but we know that Joe's in London now, which when we last saw him, he was in Paris because there was the whole like Emily in Paris, you crossover <laughs> jokes after like the season ended. So I think it's going to be interesting for fans to see like how he gets to London, um, how he goes, you know, comes to go by this new Professor Jonathan Moore uh, alias. And just to see these new characters, I feel like the show is it does a good job of somehow putting Joe, who's this awful person like that you shouldn't be rooting for and yet somehow making him like the lesser of the evils among the cast around him which is such a weird thing to say like I hate myself for saying that yeah uh, <laughs> this is why I stopped watching it <laughs> <laughs> it really is one of those shows that like it it's so conflicting because it's such an addicting show like they do suspense really well in these shows with like the hype of and it's funny that I'm saying this because you know I hate like fake out deaths that's like it's one of my biggest y yeah like, yeah. I just hate that. But they do them on this show and they work out well because then when a death does happen, it's like, oh, I didn't see it coming. That I thought it was another fake out. So they actually they have like a balance, I feel like, of doing enough fake outs, but then actually following through. But yeah, this one's an interesting one. But I think it's going to be a big hit for them in February. It is, I think, earlier because I feel like most of the seasons in the past have been in the fall. I want to say like around November, October. So this is another one that's kind of coming out of its normal rotation and airing a little bit earlier in the year than normal. But I think it's been a whiplash gap. now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish there was like a set schedule for Netflix shows like broadcast TV. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, because it's kind of unusual. Like, normally this time of year, I feel like in February, we're looking at, like, a big... Sweet Magnolias. Like, yeah, like, I was just something. getting ready to say, like, that feels weird that Sweet Magnolias isn't on the February lineup. Because um, I believe season two dropped in February of last year. It was yeah, either February. February or March. February. And it just feels weird not to have a big rom-com release, like something in that genre for February. Like we're going very, you have Outer Banks dark. on the teen scope. You've got the very dark, like you. It just feels weird not to have. I mean, we do have a big rom-com coming on the movie slate, which is Your Place or Mine, which I think we're both excited to watch just because of Reese Witherspoon. Um, but yeah, it feels weird not to have like a big romantic series connected to this month. I'm ready for a new season of Sweet Magnolias. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I really, I did think it was coming in February. I, I was, I was a little surprised when the list dropped and it wasn't on there just because it feels like it fit perfectly last year in that slate. Like it's, it's one of those ones leading up to like Valentine's day. It just fits that kind of time of year. Um, it'll it's be a good spring show though. So fingers mm-hmm. crossed April or May or March, if they're willing yeah, maybe they'll split s- this one down the middle. <laughs> I mean, that's when they could because they they do good cliffhangers on Sweet Mags that I feel like they could easily decide to do weekly. A split. Do it weekly. Mm-hmm. More is more Netflix. <laughs> and we know there's those rumors that like the Bridgertons might not return until later in the year, and that we might get Queen Charlotte first, and that come in May. So I think they'll be looking to something like you know Sweet Magnolias to be that big romantic drama series that drops in the spring. But until then, we do have Reese Witherspoon coming to save the rom-com day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. So Your Place or Mine, uh, it drops February 10th, um, which I think that's, let's see, is that a Friday? That's a, I think it's a Friday. Yeah. Because yeah, February um, 9th is a Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, Valentine's Day, I think, is like a Tuesday this year. Um, so yeah, kind of getting in right before Valentine's weekend, which I think is a smart play for this one. I think it's going to be a big release for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher, Jesse Williams. Um, and it's about two long distance best friends who change each other's lives when she decides to pursue a lifelong dream and he volunteers to keep an eye on her teenage son. Um, this one's I seeing the trailer. I feel like I'm going to struggle with this one because I love Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy. And of course, he's kind of the character that seems to be introduced as Reese Witherspoon's oh. love interest. And then there's the whole her Ashton and Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. So it's like, that one's going to be a hard one for me. But I, I just, I love Reese Witherspoon. She does, no one does rom-coms better than her. And I'm really, really excited that Netflix got this one. Yeah, she's my favorite actress. She's right behind me for our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, ugh, I've been waiting for her to make her Netflix debut. And it feels so right that it's a rom-com. Ugh, it's back to her roots. But yeah, I'm so excited. This the movie reminds me kind of like the holiday, like the house swap. They're swapping coasts, they're swapping lives a little bit. Um, don't know how I feel about Reese and Ashton as a couple. I don't know why. Um, but I'm I'm gonna watch and love this movie. It's gonna be a favorite. I just know. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I, I feel like I love that Netflix has kind of helped bring back the rom-com genre a little bit, just in that. 
it had kind of fallen off. Of course, you had like Hallmark and that were still doing these kind of movies, but we stopped seeing them like with the big stars on like the big screen and all that. And I feel like in recent years, we've started to see like the resurgence of actors and actresses going back to this genre. Um, and when we saw George Clooney and Julia Roberts return to it with the uh, Tickets to Paradise. Great um, movie, by the way. Great. Movie. I love that movie. They, so they were so good in it. <laughs> and that's what's fun about these movies. It's like they're not meant to be like Oscar bait. They're just fun movies that will have that longevity. Like, look at how many times people still are talking about like Sweet Home Alabama and some of Reese's <sighs> old rom-coms. Like they, they're the ones that just become comfort food for people. Like they're they're ones that you can go back to and put on and just enjoy watching them. Like they're lighthearted and just what you want in movies. I still watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days at least once a year at least and mm-hmm. we need more movies like like that not so much the like i mean no hate but like the tv movies are cute but we need the little elevated ones you know with the <laughs> with the bigger stars and like there's a little bit more to it and they're a little bit more expensive um so hopefully this is a return to that even though we we have seen i'll give netflix credit there's like set it up in um the only example I have off the top of my head right now, but <laughs> but hopefully this does really well, and I don't see how it's not going to with these two huge rom com bets and stars. Yeah, I agree, and the fact that it's coming out right before Valentine's weekend, Valentine's Day weekend, and I don't think there's any like other big theatrical movie hitting theaters that like will hit that genre. So people who are looking for something new, they're going to be turning to Netflix, and I think that's going to be the movie they're going to be watching is Your Place or Mine true so fingers crossed it hits well i mean we've seen knives out too you know was a huge huge release in december of course totally different genres than that but i just think it goes to show like with netflix they're picking good timing with some of their big releases that one came out right before christmas this one's right before valentine's day and i feel like netflix is a good point of setting its movies up to succeed in that way of like finding times when people are going to be searching for that kind of movie um which speaking of movies this one does seem a little out of place for me (laughs) and that's we have a ghost um just like i feel like i don't know this one feels like it would be perfect for like later in the year around like their halloween lineup um but i don't really know too too much about this one but the cast Mm. is all i need to know and that's it's got (laughs) david harbour jennifer coolidge those two alone are reason enough to for me to give it a shot um it also has anthony mackie and a slew of other people connected to it those are the three that like or the top build. Um, I just love that Netflix is working so much with Jennifer Coolidge lately. Like we had her in The Watcher. I I'm, I love the Coolidge renaissance that's happening right now because we need her in more stuff. Booked and busy. I didn't even know she was in this until right now. <laughs> 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 you broke news to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know too much about this movie, like you said. Um, I guess I'm watching it though. Yeah, so I mean, I can the, for those who aren't familiar with it, the premise according to Netflix is Finding a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home turns Kevin's family into an overnight social media sensation. But when Kevin and Ernest investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA. So it seems like a wild ride. It's a silly time. It seems like it's comedy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, with those names, I mean, I also, I want, let Netflix like give Jennifer Coolidge her dream of playing a dolphin somehow. I don't know how, but oh let's get her that dream on netflix like an animated show mm -hmm. or animated movie not even like a kid's one or maybe a kid's one i don't know that would be cute like what was that dolphin movie when we were kids flipper yep 
Flipper reboot yeah. starring Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't. There's been other dolphin movies too lately. So yeah, we need to find a way just to make that. Mm-hmm. I still I I just love how random she can be, and she, that's just like her. Like she is a moment. Like you never know what to expect, and then she's just pure comedic genius when she like dedicates to a bit. And the fun thing is, like it wasn't even a bit. Like it's just her being like true. She wants to play a dolphin, and I love that for her. <laughs> um, trying to think what else we've got. Oh, so we've got, I feel like the one Netflix like rom com kind of adjacent series we do have coming is Love Is Blind after the Alter season three, um, which that is coming. I personally haven't followed this show, but I know that's going to probably be a big hit. Of course, we don't have a new season of Love Is Blind, but I feel like the After the Alter is the perfect like alternative pick. Um, and we do have a new Netflix show called Perfect Match debuting on Valentine's Day, which is like a mashup of it's basically every single Netflix reality star. Like they put in people from the circle too out to handle sexy beast. Um, some other like selling sunset, I think, was one of them. And they just kind of basically put all these different stars from those franchises and put them in like this dating show concept thing. And I can't quite describe it because it's. I don't know. It's a weird, like I've, I've seen the first episode and I'm still not quite sure what to make of it. Uh, it's all about like finding the perfect match and perfect pairing and that. But I think what fans are going to like most about it is just seeing these personalities that they liked from the other shows come together. I don't think there's like a grand prize on the line, like cash prize of some kind, like we've seen with like the circle too hot to handle. But I feel like this one's going to be one that fans would just enjoy just because they're going to see a lot of personalities from all the different Netflix shows that they love on the reality slate. And I think they're going to be surprised by some of the omissions that come out of it about um, some of the connections that happened that we didn't maybe know about and that are going to come out on this show. So if someone's looking for a new reality, like dating show, I think perfect match will definitely be one that they they will gravitate towards and enjoy. Oh, and it is coming in batches. I should mention. Um, So I believe it's going to be four episode batches. Like we've seen with like the circle. So it's kind of like what's that bachelor show called bachelor pad bachelor, bachelor in paradise paradise <laughs> was bachelor pad thing did i make that up it was no i can't remember i think it was a, they kind of tweaked bachelor pad i think into bachelor in paradise but bachelor pad was more competitive like there were competitions yeah. um and yeah there is com- there are competitions to this angle um i should mention like there's though they compete for power and then they get to bring in new singles to try to like shake like, up the couples. All of the reality shows into one. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It feels like like this is Netflix's Avengers Assemble moment for the reality slate. Yeah, it's like Netflix reality show all stars the challenge <laughs> paradise. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see how how this one does. But yeah, if you love any of those Netflix shows and you're one who like ships people, um definitely i think you enjoy perfect match all right so as we start to wind down of course we have to do our, our monthly must-see title of, of february um which my pick's probably no surprise at all which is outer banks that's the one that I, i'm of course most excited i'll be binging that that first week it drops and just i'm excited to see what this new season holds it felt we were not having a season of outer banks last year and so mm-hmm. just to finally have that show back even though it's like not in the summer I'm not going to complain because we are not having to wait until the summer. Um, but I think that's going to be a big release. I'll be shocked if that one doesn't pull in really, really solid numbers for Netflix. And fingers crossed we won't have to wait long for season four renewal news. For my pick, I think I'm going to go 
you know, surprise you a little bit and go somewhere a little different and pick you season four, part one. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I I was shocked there for a minute. I'm like, wait, what did I sell that? Because yeah, that one, I would have been shocked if you'd pick that one. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I feel like if I don't pick Outer Banks, I won't be invited back to the podcast. (laughs) It is my top pick um, show. And I I guess just to mix it up a little bit, my other top pick would be Your Place or Mine for my girl Reese. I feel like that's a good balance. Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Yeah. I probably would have disinvited you, not going to (laughs) lie. You would have kicked me out of the call. (laughs) Just end the podcast alone. Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. (laughs) Something weird happened with this connection. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we wrap, I also want to give a shout out to some other notable additions, too. If you're looking for non-Netflix originals that are coming or something, you know, perhaps on the... um, unscripted front that we didn't mention we've got formula one drive to survive season five the lord of the rings first three movies are coming across the month lyle lyle crocodile which i believe is um a new movie coming as part of the sony partnership we've got new seasons of new amsterdam season three and four both coming i don't know when the final season might arrive on netflix but it's exciting that we're seeing two more seasons join um and then we've got a lot of new seasons of reality shows coming which includes survivor season 32 um married at first sight season 12 and the real world season 12 so a lot of mix in there if you're looking for some different shows to enjoy and kind of dive into across and then like i said there's so many other shows on the netflix family front documentary front um that are also coming which i think it'll just create a good month for for people looking for something new to enjoy something for everyone yep and with that that's all the time we have for today thank you reed for jumping in it's been a blast talking mostly about outer banks but about everything else as well (laughs) Um, And thank you all for listening. Have a good one. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.